Hello and welcome to the Nordic Football Podcast. My name is Jonathan Faduba and I'm joined by Steve Wiss as ever, our Norwegian football expert. Welcome to the show. We're going to get straight into it because we are one game left in Norway and we are heading to the end of the season now. Get your violins out. It's a sad time. Obviously, the Sweden uh, season is over and the season in Norway is one game away. However, if you are a fan of drama, excitement, entertainment, then stay tuned for this exciting show to come because we are going to look at what it promises to be, well, an unprecedented end to this season and a crazy one indeed in terms of relegation battle. Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute, but uh, Steve, how are you? Jonathan, yes, I'm, I'm all very well, my, my old friend. And uh, yeah, who would have thought that this uh, Elitisarian season would come down to so much drama at the, at the bottom of the table? Uh, still a little bit to sort out the top of the table as well. But um, yeah, a, a six-way relegation battle where uh, everyone's still in with a, a chance of survival down there. It's uh, quite remarkable. It's going to be a dramatic final day, I think. It really is. And uh, on this show, we're going to be talking solely about Norway. Uh, the place to be for Norwegian football. And we're going to analyse the end of the season to come because, as you said there, Steve, correctly, it's a super six, really, isn't it? It's um, a six-way race to be relegated. We thought that the end of the season in Sweden was was mad with three teams going for the title on the same day. Well, if you think that's bad, double that because we've got six teams, as you say, can go down. Uh, of course, Molde are already champions and you can listen to our last podcast, we analysed uh, their success and, um, you know, we've talked about them in the top of the table. This week, we are going to talk about the bottom of the league because, as Steve has rightly pointed out there, just to run through the statistics, uh, we have six teams who could go down, starting with 11th place, Salzburg with 29 points, heading all the way down to Ranheim, 16th place, bottom of the league with 27 points. And in between that, we have four teams on 29 points and two teams on 27 points so as we enter this final round anything can happen and we do mean anything really the goal difference is tight tighter than a a ducks a duck bill platypus and yeah i mean steve how have we got to this to be honest because we've been all season long maybe teams have been dipping in and out of it but to get to the final game and with six teams that's nearly half the league to go down i don't think i've i don't actually think i've ever seen anything like this before <laughs> i know i mean we've got here because uh there's a couple of teams that have really underachieved along with the the sides that were pretty much expected to be down there are down there so uh you know there's been quite a lot of draws in the elite area in this season john um for example i mean myrndal have had 12 sarsborg 14 August and 13. Usually it's not a particularly high draw percentage league, but it's a bit on the increase in 2019. So perhaps that might explain it where there's not been as many outright results in terms of wins and defeats, which has enabled it to keep quite close down there. Yeah. And I mean, you know, let's just get into this. You know, um, if we look at last week, this is when it's all kind of come, come down to it, really. You know, the results have gone in certain directions. Uh, and I think there's no better place to start, really, than uh, Strum's Godset against Brand because Godset have absolutely battered Brand 6 0. 
to really put the cat amongst the pigeons, haven't they, Steve? I mean, mm. uh, as one example, uh, we'll talk about the teams that can go down. So I'll just before we talk about that particular game, let me just recap for those who, who aren't aware of the teams that could go down. So we have Salzburg in 11th, Strumsgod set in 12th, uh, minus 10 goal difference for Salzburg, minus 14 goal difference for Strumsgod set, same number of points. Lillestrom 13th, same number of points, but minus 15 goal difference. Trums are in 14th, that's the relegation playoff. Same number of points again, 29, but minus 19 goal difference. So that's the difference of nine between the, the four teams. And then the two automatic relegation spots, we have Mjondalen, 27 points, minus 15, and Ranheim, 27 points, minus 18. Uh, so, yeah, Steve, tell us about the Strums Godset game because to recap that game, 6 0, uh, Mawa, Salverson, Chamba, Salverson, Tokstad, and Stengel on the goals scoring sheet. The fans of Strums Godset were going absolutely crazy, Steve. This was a really incredible result, wasn't it? It certainly was. I mean, if they had lost the match, they could have got actually got relegated on the day. Um, and it was just right from the early stages. I didn't actually watch this match live. I had to watch a rerun of it. And um, from the early stages, it was clear it was going to be a wide open encounter. Bran, really nothing much to play for anymore. And I think they, they weren't focused in any way at all. And they ended up putting a really stinking performance from a defensive point of view. Bran were having to go themselves. They actually hit the crossbar at nil-nil. Um, but then I think as soon as Sashborg, not Sashborg, Strum's good, sir got a couple of goals, they grew in confidence and it became one of their matches where every attack they had, the ball was going to hit the back of the net. Sometimes it's the way it goes, isn't it? But um, but they've been good at home since Henrik Pedersen took over as coach. So um, it's not a big surprise they actually won the match, but you know, 6-0. And it, eh, unbelievably, with goal difference, could play a crucial part, couldn't it? That 6-0 win could be, uh, could be massive, although they'd have loved a couple more goals. Well, I'm sure they would have, yeah, and they were 4-0 up at half-time in that game and uh, scored a fifth straight after. Uh, Steve, we had the manager of Strings Gossip on the show and uh, on a recent podcast. Have you identified any changes or things that he said maybe that stuck with you in that interview that maybe have carried them through to this good form? I know he talked a lot about psychology, didn't he? You know, what's the situation in Godset? Yeah, I think um, that's what they've retained, a real strong, positive mentality. And I think looking back, perhaps we shouldn't judge them too harshly for losing 4-0 at Mulder the round before because that was against the best team in the league uh, who wanted to confirm themselves as champions on the day. They just ran into an absolute monster, really. And um, as I say, I think it could have happened to anyone. So it looks bad on paper losing 4-0 when you're in a relegation battle. But they've re rebounded really, really well. And um, I think he's just... He talked a lot about his interact, the personal human side of things, and I think that's what he's got a good relationship with his players. He signed well, and he's obviously kept them them very positive and their heads up to get that six nil win. And um, but you know it might all be in vain if they don't back it up with a good result on the last round of the season away at Christiansen. Yeah, and don't forget uh, you can you can go back and listen to that interview. It was. Uh... Not too many pods ago, in fact, it was episode 14. Uh, so, yeah, head back in. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify uh, or wherever you like to subscribe. And um, you can listen to that show, of course, with uh, the manager of Strums Godset, a really fascinating uh, discussion in September there. 
Um, just to look at their situation, as you said, I mean, they. I'm going to ask for you for predictions on all these teams, to be honest. But just looking at them, they've um, that was actually their first win in seven games. So they've really given themselves a lifeline, haven't they, really, to be honest, Steve? Their last game of the season is away at Christiansen uh, this Sunday. Um, what are your thoughts on that game and how, how did they go into that? Christiansen, obviously, in sixth place. Do you know what? It's not as easy a match as you think because um, Sturm's good to have the worst away record in the in the league. Uh, both themselves and Sarsborg actually have a one five eight road record, just one victory away from home each this season. And uh, it's only a victory that can guarantee them survival. Um, I mean, obviously, Christiansen have nothing to play for here apart from pride, really. Uh, they're going to finish sixth or seventh or eighth. Um, but they can be they can be awkward t- uh, team, can't they? I mean, just two rounds ago, they beat Sashborg 4-0 at home. So uh, they're a proud bunch in front of their own fans. I've I just got a feeling this could be a trickier game for Sashborg than you think. Um, sorry, some scrum's good, sir. It's so complicated down there. I keep getting the teams mixed up. Yeah, it, it's going to be a tough match for good, sir. And uh, I wouldn't necessarily think they're going to win it. I, I could just sense a draw here. I mean, who knows what other results are going to be on at the same time. But if they draw this game, then they will certainly finish ahead of either Sashborg or Lillestrom. They know that for certain. And realistically, they would also finish ahead of uh, Runheim as well due to the goal difference, unless Runheim go to Rosenborg and batter them. So a draw is not the end of the world for Strumsgutzer in this match. And... Um, I've got a good feeling that could be the case. If they ha- if they end up in a position where they, they have to win it towards the end, then um, it'll be interesting to see how much they go for broke, really. But, uh, yeah, my yeah, prediction not... is a draw. Okay, draw. I'm not going to ask you to... Well, I wasn't going to put you on the spot exactly yet, but uh, you've gone for the draw, which would leave them on 30 points, minus 14 goal difference. Probably a pretty precarious position because if we look at the two teams at the bottom of the table, which I want to come to now... Um, they would be in a position to leapfrog Strum's Godset if they were to win because with 27 points, minus 15, minus 18. Let's come on to Mjondalen and Ranheim. I'm going to start with Mjondalen, uh, Steve, because we had the manager on the show quite recently, um, Vigod Hansen, and their result at the weekend, last weekend, was a 4-2 defeat at Starbuck. Now... They've lost six of their games this season by a two-goal margin or more, Mjondalen. What is your outlook on them? What's the situation? You know, we had a really positive chat with their manager and he really stressed the emphasis of the desperation for them to survive, to be honest. That was one of my takeaways from from listening to that interview. Uh, what is the outlook for Mjondalen? Because they are in the red zone as we stand, along with Ranheim. Well, if Mjondalen win the game against Val Orenga, then they will be guaranteed, at very worst, the uh, playoff match, unless Runheim were to beat Rosenborg 4-0 or better, which that isn't going to happen, is it? Let's be honest. So if Mjöndal win, they, they know that they're not going to be going down automatically, whatever happens elsewhere. And um, they've got a nice fixture for it. Um, Wallerenga have got nothing to play for, really, I think. Last week, Ronnie Dyler tried a few new players out just to see what they're made of. And, you know, sometimes those sort of teams can be dangerous, can't they, if they feel like making a statement. I just don't sense that from Volarenga. They've been so poor all year, really. 
it's in Mian Darlan's hands. They're the odds on favourites with the bookmakers, 1.76. I bet you never thought that you'd see them that price to win a, a league match this year against anyone. But that's the sort of stage of season we're at. We get these sort of sick odds, which I, I, I like to say. them, And um, I think they'll win. Yeah, I do think they'll win the game against uh, Valeringer. And, uh, you think, you think Mondan will beat Valeringer? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how big call that. many many goals they'll win by because, I mean, just say Strum's got to draw, drew their game and then Mjöndal and won theirs by one goal. By my reckoning, that'll be plus, sorry, minus 14 goal difference each. And then Goodsir would be ahead of them on goal score. So it might get to a situation where they need to win by more than one goal to survive automatically. But yeah. if they fucked it up, then they could go down. It's really going to be interesting. I think they'll they'll get the win, though, Mjöndal. Okay, so... We said you said you could. You think they'll get the win? Mm. Uh, they've only won one of their last. Uh, I think three. Let's have a little look here. Nearly well, twelve games. Um, but you've gone for a win. Their last win was uh, against Ranheim in their last home game, three-one. I'm going to ask you a simple question here, Steve, for me and then before we move on, are they going to? They're going to win. You're saying that would take them to thirty points. Yeah. I don't know what scoreline you're necessarily predicting, but. I'm going to just ask you a simple question here. Are Mjöndalen going to stay up? Yes or no? And in what position? Yeah, Mjöndalen are going to survive, yeah. Um, quite what position, yeah, I'm not sure. But I think they can survive even if they have to go via the relegation playoff. My prediction for this game, three goals to one that they win by. Um, I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet, but they've got enough about them to uh, to get the job done. The, the victory. They have to win the game. That's the thing you got to remember here. Draw, and they are definitely relegated. So they will absolutely gamble in the last 10 minutes. If this is level, they will throw the kitchen sink and everything at Valorenga. So um, I think that extra bit of motivation is huge at this stage. Great stuff. So 3-1, that leaves them 30 points and a minus 13 goal difference, uh, which if you're saying Strum's Goodset are going to draw, that would actually leave them above Strum's Goodset. So that pushes them down one peg. I'm going to move on to Ranheim now because they are bottom of the table. You said a while ago you thought they might be toast, but you probably did not bank on them beating Lillestrom at home uh, in their last game, and not many people probably did, uh, which is what happened. And it's actually sucked Lillestrom into the mixer, really, hasn't it? Because Lillestrom now are 13th. Let's just talk about these two teams, starting with Ranheim. Well, you know, I, I, it didn't surprise me they beat Lillestrom, actually. Because Lillestrom are playing so poorly that um, I give Ranheim a lot of credit there. They were 1-0 down and they really showed some big bollocks to get back and win this game. They had, If they didn't win the game, they were relegated. So, you know, fair play to, to Ranheim. And um, look, they've got a chip in a chair, as they say in poker. Um, it's not much of a chip, is it? <laughs> Having to go away from home against Rosenborg. Rosenborg need to win to have any chance of finishing third place themselves. And it's a local derby match, of course. So, yeah, it's asking a lot, isn't it? But um, funny things have happened, John. Yeah, and just um, a little statistic there that might interest listeners. That's the first time this season that Ranheim have gone behind and won uh, in 29 games this season. So, what a time to do it, eh, Steve? That, yeah, I mean, I didn't know that, actually. But, um, as I said, just fair play to them for coming from behind. They deserved the win. They were the better team on the day. They fell behind to a penalty, which was kind of against the run of play, really. But um, 
you know they've they've they fought really hard both the last two years here and um you know if they manage to pull off this great escape then i would absolutely salute them but i i don't think they're going to get a result against rosenborg i think it's going to be quite a wild game actually i think it could be end to end both teams have to win uh i think there'll be a few goals in it but uh i mean i guess their best hope is if rosenborg lose faith lose heart that they can finish third maybe odd Odder away against Hawkers and say they're two or three nil up. Rosenborg might just think, well, we can't get third anymore, and they stop playing, and that might give a chance to Ranheim. But um, well, you know, well, Ranheim lost at home to Rosenborg in their earlier encounter in the derby, three two at home. Uh, Soderlund scored in the 88th minute. Uh, it was two two at the time. That would send them down if it was a repeat of that game. But they've got to go away to Rosenborg, so it's not necessarily even contextually similar. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot now, Steve. Let's before we move on with Ranheim. You're saying, what is the score going to be in this match? I think the scoreline is going to be something like three-one Rosenborg. So I think Ranheim are going to be relegated. Okay, three-one to Rosenborg. That would leave them 27 points and minus 20 goal difference, and they would be down Ranheim. So we're going to mark them down as relegated. Let's move on. And as you've said, Lillestrom, this is a probably quite a big story developing, really, isn't it? I mean, the, there's a major story brewing there, really, in the sense that, OK, they're 13th at the moment, but they are one one place and four goals above the relegation zone, uh, the playoff, and only two points above you know, automatic relegation. Steve, they're quite a big club, really, um, but not one we talk about too much. What are your thoughts on Lillestrom? If you're... You know, recapping their campaign in general, uh, and also looking at the defeat they had at the weekend, and what that you know how that impacts them. Well, they're in a bit of a mess, aren't they? They're winless in ten games. I said in the last last podcast, I think they've played some very negative football. And it's come back to bite them, really. Um, they've luckily got one more chance left to save their skin, but uh, I think whatever happens here with them. Um, the manager's probably going to be out the door at the end of the season. Uh, but you, I do worry. I really do worry for them. They have no momentum. The fans are starting to panic. There's a really bad atmosphere around the club. And, uh, you know, they're losing matches. They're conceding goals. I mean, I mean the destiny's still in their own hands. That's what I will say. Uh, we'll talk about this match in detail in a minute. Lillestrom against Sarsborg. But um, heading into the contest, you would not really fancy their, their chances right now. No, and, you know, they're not, as I said, they're not a team we talk about a huge amount. I mean, why don't we talk about them much, Steve? Is it because they're just a middling club mm. in the sense of the league in, in, in recent seasons? Um, is it because of other factors, maybe? Is it, you know, is the squad maybe not that exciting? What? Yeah. Usually, yeah. if we're not talking about a team, it's because they're not offering much. Um, have they just been drifting a little bit, a little bit like Kalmar, maybe, in Sweden, um, in the same sense? Well, it's like asking you, why do we never talk about Elfsborg in in Sweden? Um, it's yeah, really, yeah, you're right. I think pretty much everything you said there, most of the squad is not particularly exciting. I can't think of that many really, really top-class players um, that Strum have possessed in the last two or three years. Um, who, who do you blame for that? I mean, what's, you know, that's recruitment manager? No, no it's, it's the, but, but I was just going to say, at the same time, the squad is still comfortably one of the... You know, it should be comfortably mid-table, sort of ninth or tenth. They've got enough ability. I mean, they've got Thomas Lern Olsen up front, who is a renowned goal scorer in this league. Smarrison, 
and attacking midfield is pretty good. Uh, Matthew in mid in central midfield play are quite rate, but they don't got anything remarkable about them. Um, particularly, and I just think they just ended up going in this funk almost behind no one's really noticed it until the last three matches, which have ended in defeats. Everyone just presumed they were going to get that one win somewhere, which would put them safe, and then they just sort of meander to the finishing line. Um, but it hasn't happened, and they've got themselves in this position where. If they lose against or, or even draw against Sashborg, they could be directly relegated. That is how serious the situation is for Lillestrom. Um, you know, if they if they lose the game, they are relying on their cross-time rivals Valorenga doing them a favour at Mjöndal and, and their their other cross-time neighbours, Starbeck, doing them a favour at Tromsø. So it doesn't bode well, does it? And uh, it's... I don't know how they've got themselves in this position, really. It's staggering. And it comes out of this showdown against uh, Sarsborg, where uh, yeah, literally the winner winner really just take it all. Yeah, and we'll move on to that game and maybe maybe get a prediction as well. Um, I mean, just for a bit of context about uh, about Lillestrøm, they, they, uh, they're actually, you know, they're a pretty big club, aren't they? I mean, mm. you know, they've got a decent played in Europe. They've, how big would this be if they were to go down before we move, you know, before we get predictions and that kind of thing? Give us some context on the size of the club, the impact if they were to be, be relegated. Brand got relegated from this league in 2014 um, via the relegation playoff, and that was huge at that, at that stage. I would say this would be equally as big. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, Lillestrom, they're not the same sort of, quite the same size as someone like Brand or, you know, the really big teams, but they are one of the most established clubs in this division. Um, I can never, ever remember them being in the Obos game level in my whole time covering Norwegian football. So um, it'd be an absolutely huge story. Um, no doubt about it. Yeah. And um, just to add a little bit to that, they're, they're obviously five-time champions of Norway, um, a pretty successful club. And they, they recently won the cup as recently as 2017. So they've won the Norwegian cup six times. And the elite Serie five times, so uh, you know this is kind of a giant of the, of the league in a way. Um, but they don't have, you know, they're not having it all their own way at the moment, Steve. So let's look at the weekend. Um, two teams, both of them on equal points, right? Um, what's your outlook for this for this game? Because obviously one of them's gonna, you know, a draw doesn't really help either, and really to a certain extent does it. Well, Sarsborg have really laid an egg themselves by only drawing it home to Hargesund in the last round. If they'd won that game, and they led 1-0 for quite a long time until like the 75th minute. If they'd won that game, they, they would have guaranteed themselves, at worst, a relegation playoff berth. And instead, they're in this position. I mean, I predicted them to finish second or third, didn't I, at the start of the year. I think most people had them in the top five. They've been It's been an unbelievably underachieving year for them no doubt about it they'll admit it themselves and similar to how i mentioned mentioned Godset earlier it's the away form which has let them down just one win away from home all year but luckily they don't need to win this game a draw for them uh would obviously keep them ahead of uh Lillestrum. it would keep them ahead of Mjöndal and Ranheim on goal difference unless those sides are absolutely having a field day in their respective games so that's all they need, a draw, realistically, and they are safe. So I certainly expect that is 
they're the team that will come here just looking to take it easy. I don't think they'll be on the front foot. They'll be basically forcing Lillestrom to uh, to make the move themselves. And uh, it'd be interesting to see the approach. I wouldn't be surprised if it sort of remained nil-nil for quite a long time. And then it would depend on results elsewhere, whether Lillestrom have got to go for it or not, you know. And uh, there'll be a lot of scoreboard watching here. Alternatively, Lillestrom might actually turn up for once and lead from the front foot and get an early goal. And then all hell could let loose where both teams are just going for it, hammer and tongue. So it is one of two directions the game could go in, but I suspect it will be quite a tight one. Yeah, just on the subject of Lillestrom, they have lost the ball more times than anybody in this league. Uh, which does hint at a little bit of a weakness there in, in the sense of, um, well, the amount of times they lose the ball per game is, is actually pathetic, to be honest. It's over 100 times a game they lose possession. Um, that's the worst in the Elite Serian. Uh, and in terms of um, their attacking sense as well, they, they you know they're not they're not too high for that kind of uh, those kind of metrics. Second bottom in the league for number of shots taken in this division. Steve, are they going to be relegated? Let's let's hear your prediction for this game. God, this is probably the hardest game to predict um, on on the day. But, um, yeah, I hope they go down. I'll be honest with you. I hope they go down. I wouldn't want to see Sarsborg go. I think there, I think there's going to be a winner in the match because I honestly see, we'll talk about Tromso in a minute, but I think the teams below them are going to put the pressure on so much that a draw is not going to be enough for Lillestrom. So, at some stage, they're going to have to go for broke or Sarsborg are going to have to go for broke. I'm going to go a prediction of Lillestrom 1, Sarsborg 2. But really, this could go either way. And by the way, if Sarsborg got relegated, it's equally just as big a story, if not bigger. Yeah, well, I'm right in saying they were in the Europa League last season, weren't they? Mm, they were, yeah. So, so, you know, that's a big fall from grace. We were praising them to the hills uh, this time last year. Oh, no, not even last year. But uh, just on Sarsborg, before we move on, they have had the low, they've scored the lowest number of goals in this division. Um 30 goals is the lowest total. Bran, second lowest in the league, and then Lillestrom. So these are two teams who don't score too often. But yeah, I mean, weak heart there, really, Lillestrom. The number of duels they lose and they don't really concede. Or they don't really score too many and they don't have many shots. Um, but you think that they might survive? We think they're down. I just think Sarsborough have got enough. They, you're right, they're in the Europa League last year. They've got that extra quality squad on paper. And eventually, I just think that has to take its, you know, prove its worth. It might take until the last round. Everyone's been saying, oh, they're too good to go down. They'll be fine. They'll be fine eventually. You know, I, I think that will play out. Yeah, but it's, for, it's taken this long for them and to get themselves under so much pressure. I mean, the big advantage for Sarsborg is that their goal difference is good. So to say they, to say they lost the game, they've still got chance, haven't they? Because... Strum's good, so if they lose, they're going to finish above them. Tromso lose, they would still finish above them. I don't think they will, but they've got a couple more cards up their sleeve, if you know what I mean, as yes. potential backup. Yeah. I mean, they lost the last three in a row, Lillestrom. Just to recap one more time, uh, what's the final score for that game? 2-1 Sarsborg. Definitely 2-1 Sarsborg. So that would leave Sarsborg on 32 points. Uh, with minus nine goal difference, they would be safe. Lillestrom would be 29 points, minus 16 goal difference. So they would be teetering on the brink. I'll review the league table in a minute, as it is according to Steve Wiss. 
but let's move on to Tromsø before we do that. They're wedged in between there at the moment. They're in the relegation playoff as it stands. We've had their manager on the show this season as well. Timo Valakari, another fascinating interview in our archives, which you can listen to. Um, go back on iTunes and, and delve into that because it was a fascinating interview at the time. Steve, we've got a bit of love for Chums, haven't we? We, we? we do quite like them in terms of um, what we heard from Simo, but they are struggling and uh, they haven't won any of their last three games. Their last win was at home to Ranheim in October. What is your outlook for Chums? Well, I said all year, haven't I? You've asked me this question a lot of times, whether they'll go down or not. And I've constantly said, with Simo Valakari as manager, they will stay up. So I'm going to, I'm sticking with that. But um, obviously, they're in a nervous position. They've been here before, at some point in the last decade, needing to win at home on the last game of the season. And the the club have given out free tickets to this game. They want to fill the stands, free mulled wine. Um, basically, they're offering everything for the supporters to turn out and give them the best support they can have. And that might just make the difference. They're facing a team, Starbeck, who are in really good form, though. Nothing to play for, really, apart from, you know, a couple of positions in mid-table. But they are just getting results right now. So they're kind of awkward opponents. But that last game of the season, yeah, I just got to feel Trump's have got a win in them somewhere. And I think they're in a position where they probably are going to have to win because if if they draw the game, their goal difference is so bad, a draw might not be enough for them. They might get directly relegated with a draw. So... They're going to be scoreboard watching as well. But um, I think the best thing for them to do is just win and they are safe, whatever. They, they are safe due to the, you know, the lustrum Sarsborg fixture. And I think ultimately they've got enough about them to, to get the win uh, up north in front of these fans. Uh, I'm not massively confident because Starbeck are a bit awkward right now. But uh, my heart tells me, and my head actually as well, that, that Teal have enough to get the job done just Yep, and uh, that was their fifth consecutive away defeat for Tromso. Uh, so, uh, at the weekend against uh, Odd, they are in a little bit of trouble in that sense. You know, their away form isn't, isn't great. So, let's put you on the spot here. Luckily for them, they're at home and they face Starbeck. I think uh, Tromso win it three goals to two. Maybe with a late goal or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is tight. This is very tight. So you've got Chumzo winning the game, which would leave them with 32 points as well uh, and minus 18 goal difference. So let me just document that. 32. So, Steve, if we look at this league table, you have officially Salzburg in the season in 11th. You have Tromso finish the season in 12th, level on points, but a worse, slightly worse goal difference, minus 17, yeah. Mion Dallin, 30 points, minus 13 goal difference. Relegation playoff, you have Strums Godset, that's minus 14 points, uh, minus 14 goal difference, and... 30 points. And this yeah. means that officially, according to your predictions this weekend, Steve, in 15th place and automatically relegated from the Elite Serian, Lillestrom. 29 points. Not enough. And a minus 16 goal difference. 
as you were calling them to lose. Mm. And bottom of the table, they're Ranheim 27 points with a minus 20 goal difference. So you have Lillestrom and Ranheim automatically relegated from the Elite Series, Steve. Can you confirm this? And yeah, you yeah that's my prediction, yeah. Big. That is big. Well, I mean, I think the the most likely playoff team is Mjöndalen or, or Strums Goodser, really. Um, and I would back either of them to, to win the playoff match. But, um, yeah, that, that's that's the direction I'm leaning towards. But, obviously, a huge part of that is is that result in that lillestrom Sarsborg game. The whole, the whole day depends on the result of that match. Yeah, and, I mean, it really does emphasise what an incredible end to the season this is. I mean, from 11th down to 16th, six teams involved in it. It could go any way. All of them could go down. There's no right or wrong answers here, really. But that's the Nordic Football Podcast prediction. Strum's Godset, automatic relegation playoffs. And Lillestrom and Ranheim down. So tune in. Obviously, all the games take place on the same time this Sunday. And we will be having a recap of it all. And we'll be looking at everything at the end of the season, um, both in Sweden and Norway. We've got some exciting interviews to come as well along those lines. So, so stay tuned and follow us at Nordic Footpod for more. Um, we're pretty comfortable in Molde. We don't have to talk about them this week because uh, although they, they had a, a game at the weekend, obviously, and they won away um, at Volerenga, they, they're champions already. Everything's everything's rosy for them. Steve, you've already expressed your doubts about Volerenga in general, um, but 10th place means they're okay. They're just about you know, best of the rest, really, aren't they? Um, in this league in terms of the relegation. They've got nothing to play for at all. Yeah, nothing to play for. I mean, there's a lot of teams up there who, who are safe and not much to play for. Um, so that's it, yeah. Yeah, I think the one last thing I will say, uh, although in the last podcast I did think that Rosenborg might sneak third place, I think Odd will get the one point that they need to get the third bronze middle position again away against Holgerson. Holgerson got to respect them but they might have an eye on that Norwegian Cup final next weekend so uh, yeah I'm going to predict odd finish third with a draw and uh, that pretty much wraps it up I think fantastic stuff yeah we couldn't leave it without analysis of this crazy end of the season in Norway it's going to be talked about around Europe to be honest this is going to be a talking point uh, I think across many countries you know I haven't seen 16 relegation battle on the last day for I can't remember. I really can't recall anything like it. I don't think many others can. This is going to be a fascinating end. All on the same day, all at the same time. Don't forget the chaos of the Sweden end of the season with the three teams. So now double that and imagine the absolute madness it's going to be on Sunday around <laughs> Norway as everyone checks their clocks, their watches, their Twitter accounts uh, to see the scores. That is all we've got time for, I think, on this week's show. Steve, any closing comments? Anything you'd like to say? Is there any manager you would particularly like to have a go at this week? Uh, I know you're not happy with Wallerenga. I know you're not happy with Lillestrom. Uh, personally, I wouldn't really miss Lillestrom, but you know, maybe they need a wake-up call. Um, mm. you know, I don't think yeah. they'd be badly missed, would they? But is there any closing comments? Well, imagine the shock on the faces of uh, the other teams down there when Runheim are 3-0 up at half-time. Just imagine that. That's all I will say. <laughs> that would really put a cat amongst the pigeons, wouldn't it? But uh, good luck to everyone down there. And, um, yeah, I mean, 
whoever goes down deserves to go down. The league table does not lie at the end of the season. It does not. It does not. And I think we probably want to end this podcast with a quick uh, but very hearty congratulations to Buda Glimt, who uh, finished, well, they haven't finished, but they are secured a European place. Uh, they, they won their game last weekend uh, 3-0. They will be playing in the Europa League next season. Um, that is a magnificent achievement, really, isn't it, Steve? We had Osman Bjorken, their sporting director, on our most recent podcast. Um, at the time, obviously, it wasn't clear where they would finish uh, in terms of European places, and he was desperate for them to wrap that up. They have now done that, so congratulations, Osman, and everyone at Buda Glimt. Uh, Steve, what, a, what an achievement, is it, just to recap on that? Yeah, a really great achievement. I would love to see them finish second. They deserve to finish in that spot and they just need a point away against Mulder to uh, pretty much confirm it. So, um, yeah, good luck to them there. But even if they do finish third, then it's still, uh, you know, obviously a medal position in the Europa League coming their way in 2020. So um, plenty to look forward to for them, for a team that uh, most people predicted uh, to get relegated. Yeah, and you know, up there in the, so the Northern Lights, isn't it really? It's going to be Northern Europa, Europa League Lights. Um, so yeah, that's a really, really great achievement. And Steve, I just want to ask one final question before we go. Uh, how big is it going to be an achievement for Odd to finish above Rosenborg if things as they stand happen? Because they are three points ahead of them. A slightly worse goal difference, but um, you know, who would have predicted Rosenborg to finish below Odd at the beginning of this season? Not many people, I think. And, you know, Odd just need one point at Halgerson to finish 100% above Rosenborg. How big would that be? Big, because obviously pre-season, most people were saying it's either going to be Mulder or Rosenborg. They're going to be well clear. You know, Rosenborg on paper, the richest club, probably got the best squad. Fourth place just simply isn't good enough. Um, you know, you've got to give him one more round because funny things can happen. But I would say if they finish fourth, they should sack Arlet uh, Corneland. It's not enough. Okay, you've you've towed that party line for quite a long time this season against uh, Mr. Corneland. I'm quite keen to get him on the show, really. And uh, you know that could be quite an interesting one. But yeah, that's all we've got time for this week. Uh, a nice little wrap of the end of the season in Norway. We're going to miss it, but enjoy it while it lasts because Sunday is going to be one you do not want to miss. A really incredible end to a season coming our way. Stay tuned next week because we'll be back for to recap it all and officially tell you who went down. And don't forget, you can tweet us at NordicFootPod. Uh, give us your thoughts. Give us your uh, predictions as well. If you're watching the games, let us know where you'll be. Uh, if you're a Lillestrom fan and you don't agree with what we've said, then obviously feel free to tell us why and give us a, a, a good shouting on at Twitter at NordicFootPod. But until then, uh, we'll leave you. And thanks for tuning in as always. And don't forget you can subscribe if you do enjoy the podcast. Please do tell a friend and subscribe to the show because we do rely on that for our uh, motivation uh, at the very least. So, yeah, it's great to hear from you. Uh, thanks very much and goodbye. Goodbye, Jonathan. Take care, everyone.